Not to be dramatic, but I'm obsessed with how much I just saved at Kohl's. I got 25% off Nike clothes for the kids, the cutest $39.99 flex hoodie for me, and got great Columbia gear for all our outdoor adventures. Did I mention the extra 20% off and the Kohl's cash I got? So yeah, not sure what I love more, fall deals or fall weather. Select styles, 20% offer ends October 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. You're listening to Empowerment and All That Podcast, your favorite podcast for women's empowerment hosted by Rita Bautista. It's time to be reminded of the authority of your inner goddess and elevate the power within. Are you ready? Elena, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Rita. It is so wonderful to be here with you and all of your listeners today. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, the pleasure is all mine. You know, I was, we were just talking a few minutes ago about how exciting it is to know and get a chance to talk to a Latina author. I mean, there's, you know, yes. we are obviously growing in population in this country right now, but, you know, you are un orgullo hispano. Thank you. Yes, um, it um, it is it is a blessing and such an honor to be able to represent. Um, I actually grew up and was born in Indiana, so there's even um, struggle with that because I was the only minority, you know, growing up, going to school. I don't speak Spanish, mm -hmm. but I'm learning. Um, but there's such a stigma that goes with you're not Mexican enough, but you're not white enough and culture and this and that. So it is a true honor to be able to represent our culture and show future generations of what Latina leadership can actually look like. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really interesting that you hit that topic. Um, just recently, Julian Castro, who's one of the, the political brothers from San Antonio, he was getting... Um, He was getting beat up in the media because of the fact that he doesn't speak Spanish. Now, my sister-in-law, who's married to my brother, obviously, she's from San mm -hmm. Antonio. And it took, a, it was a very hard lesson for us because my mom and our family at first was not excited about the fact that she didn't know Spanish. Mm -hmm. And when you meet mm -hmm. her parents, it's like, you couldn't be more Mexican. You couldn't be more Hispanic than her family. And I'm like, this girl was raised being... Hispanic. She knows what it is. It's in her blood. You right. Know? Right. Like, right. Yep. Yeah. So no, girl, I I'm all about it. I, I now I used to be in that mindset. And I, you know, I apologize now to everybody because of that, because I'm like, you know what it was, sometimes it's standing in that ignorance of not actually knowing, right? Like, yes, that yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, like, for me, being in Indiana, my parents were entrepreneurs, they were very successful. And they were kind of um, put through some experiences mm -hmm. that were very uncomfortable, right in that in that era. So they did what they thought was best, and pulled me and my sister out of it mm -hmm. so that we had more opportunities. And as you grow older, you can't take the culture out of you, you cannot take who you truly are out of it. And so I grew up with the struggle. I just, I was struggling because there was a piece of me that just was not thriving and I couldn't figure out what that was. Mm. And it wasn't really until these past few months, speaking with a very close friend of mine that grew up in LA, 
where he is like, girl, this is the piece of you that is fighting to get out because it's such a big part of mm -hmm. you. And so that's why I'm learning Spanish now. Well, <laughs> because I want to be comfortable mm -hmm. in the set. I like, I want to be comfortable. I don't want to feel uncomfortable, but that's how I've grown up and I just have to own it. It is what it is, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. But you know what I love about you is that you're doing this self, like a self-awareness check and saying, you know what, yep. I am going to learn my culture, I am going to learn the language. And that's a lot that takes a lot. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And truthfully, I mean, just from the little bit that I've gotten to know you, I feel like you are definitely a go getter and a person who breaks through adversity, in order to make sure yes. that you're going to get to where you're going. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it feels good. Mm -hmm. so now, Elena, obviously, things have not always been the best for you, right? Because I, I do feel right. like I want to dive into a little bit of your story um, and such a powerful name for a book, Broken Stronger. Um, yes. Can you give us a little bit of your background and tell me like how you got to the point where you're like, yeah, I'm going to write this book and I, I want to teach people how to do um, something to get them in a better place. Absolutely. Um, the first thing that I'm just going to bring up is I don't know what anybody's beliefs or faith systems or any of that. Um, but I have a G.O.D. He is my grand overall designer, um, my God, however you want to call that, mm -hmm. um, whether it's a higher energy, love, master of the universe, Jesus Christ, like whoever that is for anyone. I don't talk religion, but he is my G.O.D., he is my everything. So that is why I have to put that out there because um, it was in 2018. Um, well, actually, December of 2017, I had a major, major surgery mm -hmm. on my neck. Um, I have a whole new metal piece in my neck that literally could have either left me paralyzed or I may not have made it through the surgery. It was a very ser serious surgery. And during my recovery in February of 2018 was when um, I was brushing my teeth before bed and my G.O.D., my grand overall designer, he had, he had been saying, girl, you're going to write a book you're going to write a book. And I kept thinking, no, you've got the wrong person. I'm not a writer. Um, and for like five days, the, the idea, the thought, you're going to write a book, you're going to write a book. It just floated in my head. And I just thought it's going to go away. It will go away. Well, nope. Um, I'm brushing my teeth before bed in February. And um, I actually heard my, my God tell me, you're going to write a book. It's going to be called Broken Stronger. And I just, I had like toothpaste running down my arm, everything. I'm like standing there like, whoa. And uh, let me just explain like real quick. Um, in that moment in the bathroom, I saw so many pain points of my life, like flash, like a movie trailer or like screenshots. Um, my dad left when I was like eight. Um, I ran away my high school year to be with a boyfriend who eventually got another girl pregnant. That broke my heart. Um, my dad died of cancer. Um, my stepdad died um, during a heart attack or during a heart surgery. And all of this pain mm -hmm. just, man, it just broke me. But God was able to like scoop it up and he took it away. And he let me see in that moment how strong I've been. 
like how strong I am to, to be here and have gotten through all these points. But what happened is that was the beginning of 2018. And I started really focusing on Broken Stronger, Broken Stronger. I started a business, a coaching, Broken Stronger. It was just, it was there. And in November of 2018, just last November, my husband had a heart attack. And he was only 49 years old. And he was in the hospital for about three and a half weeks on life support. Um, and on Christmas Eve, he, he passed away. I had to, to make the choice to turn the machines off and he passed away. Mm. Now, looking back, I now realize that God had to put me through that activity in the beginning of the year to make space for this amount of pain, but he also had shown me that he was capable of taking that pain away. Wow. And so to get through my husband dying on Christmas Eve, which is my absolute favorite time of year, Christmas is just my favorite time of year, was excruciating. Um, but because of the work and because of my faith, I, I told myself that, you know, it would have been okay for me to crawl in bed, to crawl into a hole, to not want to take a shower for a week at a time. I mean, that would have been okay. And everybody would have understood, mm -hmm. like you just lost your husband. But I thought, no, because when I work with people, I always let people know excuses are the number one cause of failure. So I don't believe in excuses and I don't buy into excuses. And I was in a position where I could have very easily went down a hole, but instead I thought, this is not an excuse. Get up, do the work that God has called you to do. And so I started writing my book, Broken Stronger, three weeks after he passed away. Wow. And, um, and here it is. Here it is, a number one bestseller on Amazon in two categories, and it's been picked up by a major publishing company. So you'll see it in bookstores um, here in the next couple months. But that's really... I know that's a lot of information, but it's, it's mm -hmm. the true journey. It really is. Yeah. I think that's such a great thing that you, I mean, just hearing it, right? Like you can normally tell when a person is still in a lot of like raw emotion, right? When someone's telling mm -hmm. their story. And I think the fact that you have the ability to talk about it and you've been able to write through your journey, it sounds like you're yeah. just in so much of a better place. And I have to tell you, I'm so very sorry for what happened. Thank you. Thank but you. I yeah. am so glad that the light shined inside of you, though, and you were able to continue pushing forward and do something so incredible yeah. to help people. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, one of the big things to keep in mind, because I shared my journey of while he was in the hospital, I, I'm, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Facebook, um, I put all my I'm very transparent. So I really shared the journey. I shared videos, I shared, you know, just things that were happening. But I think the main thing that that really helped a lot of other people either stuck in their grief, mm -hmm. or going through it is realizing that that while I was going through it, it still wasn't about me. Mm -hmm. Like this was, this was a plan that God had for, for my husband at that time. Mm -hmm. it, it, even though it affected me, it wasn't about me. This was his journey. This was God's plan for his life. And I, and I had to honor that as well. And I think it really helped a lot of people to look at the pain that they were feeling 
a bit differently too. So if it can serve in that way, that's a blessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think something that you basically what you to sum up what you just said is basically like life happens for you and not to you. And and it seems yes. like instead of taking the victim role and which obviously you are more than, I mean, you have the ability to do that. It's not like it would have been, you know, you're a wife who just lost, lost your husband. You know, you decided yeah. to make, take that pain and turn it into something positive. And like, you know, sometimes it takes years for people to get to that point, mm-hmm. you know? So I just want to commend you on that. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's my G-O-D right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all definitely go through some different grieving phases. I know for me, when my grandmother passed away, she was basically my other parent and it was very hard and it took me years like on and off of like healthy, unhealthy practices for grieving. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, if I would have known you back then, I would have been like, Elena, help me out of this, you know, like, (laughs) let me figure out how to be a little bit more productive and better about the grieving process. But well, and and it's a journey, you know, it it is a like, when when my father passed away from cancer, um, that was in 2011. And I can't tell you, I handled it the same. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I made I made those crazy choices and started doing things that, you know, just surfaced, but, um, you learn from it, you grow from it and it was all part of the plan. Like it's all, it's all just learning. So yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this book here, ma'am, Miss author number one. Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you have, yeah, my book broken stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, Four, like it says eight steps, um, eight non-negotiable steps to break free and become your own boss. And I just like to let people know that that can be both um, figuratively speaking or or actual becoming your own boss, you know, like at work, but just basically becoming a CEO over your life, mm-hmm. like own yourself. That's the true basis behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into these eight tips. How did one, how did you develop these eight tips? Were these just things that you were doing naturally or was it something that you, you know, while you were brushing your teeth that day and you're like, I'm writing this book, um, you already right. kind of knew these are the steps I've been taking in my life. How did that come to you? Um, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, the process, these are all, um, steps that over the years have, propelled me to my next place. Um, I like to think of myself as trying to be now for someone what I needed back then. Mm. So years and years and years of different trainings, different courses, different advancements, different all sorts of things. I kind of took the most critical components that actually changed my life and tried to combine them into one book so that the next person doesn't have to spend years mm. trying to figure all these things out. Um, I come from owning my own business for 13 years mm-hmm. prior to uh, working in the corporate world. And so I w- I'm an award-winning entrepreneur. That business I had for 13 years was a fitness studio. I was a dance fitness instructor and a certified trainer And I did that for 13 years and absolutely loved it and was successful and all that good stuff. Um, 
then right around me, there were about five corporate franchised gyms that popped up within like five to 10 mile radius. And you know, those kind of gyms that you can use a key to just go in 24 hours, Mm -hmm. run on a treadmill, do your own thing. And I was physically teaching uh, 40 classes a week by myself. Um, So envision going to work for 40 hours a Monday through Friday, but envision yourself on a stage totally beating your body up, pushing students, and you're working out the whole time. I knew I couldn't do that. Like mm-hmm. I, that, I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing that. And hence the reason for my neck surgery part of it. But, but all of those lessons of having to decide to start the business, run the business while I was a mom, run the business while I went through a divorce, having to close the business, um, and then going into my corporate job, um, I, I took a position I was very well overqualified for, but I had to take it. I had to get a job. And um, I promoted in my corporation in 12 weeks. I tripled my income in 12 weeks. Wow. And people thought I was crazy for going for a leadership position when I basically came in as a part-time And I thought, no, like I have the abilities, I have the knowledge, I have the character, I have the skill set, I'm going to go for it. And I got it. And so being a corporate leader for four years, I've really combined a lot of the lessons learned. And I had to leave the corporation because um, I just, I'm just an entrepreneurial person person. It's, it's in my spirit to do my own thing. And I thought, let me take all these lessons. Let me start my next business. We'll write the book through it, but let me help other women now. Let me help other women now break free from staring at a clock every day behind a desk that they're just not inspired by and let them know exactly what does it take to break free and start your own business. And for most people, it's not really what they think. Mm-hmm. And that's why I put this book together. Yep. Well, you, so, good. Oh, no, go ahead. No, so go I was going to say, so you have a pretty cool acronym for the eight steps, right? It's Mariposa. Yes. Which Mariposa, which is butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. Like that, that metaphor is so great in general, like, you know, going from the cutter, the caterpillar, you could have called it like eight steps to going from caterpillar, above, but you just, you take the entire process and you just like take the most beautiful part of it and you give us these eight steps. Yes. Because, um, you know, with, with Mariposa to me, it's, it's the butterfly effect, which in essence is change one thing, change everything. Mm -hmm. And my belief is that one thing is you, like it's really just you and you can totally change the design of your life. And in the book, I give you the tools and the steps to do that. And so I did, I put my eight steps to go with the acronym Mariposa Mm -hmm. and um, to just touch base real quick for any of your listeners, like the M is magnify your desire, which is really like stop wishing already. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't know about you, but if I go to a mall, I do not like to window shop. Okay. If I'm going, I'm going because I want to get something. I know what I'm looking for. I want to go get it. And most of us, you know, just window shop when it comes to our life where we look from the outside and just stare in at all the things that we want or that we wish were different. And instead it's like, no, go in and get it. 
right. you know, go out there, make the change. So that's, that's the focus behind that step. And then I talk about, you know, acknowledge your inner voice, which means that little voice inside your head, which we all have, um, you know, that's the voice that told me I was going to write a book and it was going to be called Broken Stronger. Well, if I didn't acknowledge that, if I didn't respect and honor where I knew that was coming from, I wouldn't be talking to you today. Mm -hmm. um, and so many of us, and I'm sure yourself included, we hear those ideas. Sometimes the ideas seem so big, we think we're not worthy or capable of achieving them. But I teach you how to, how to listen to those and actually act on them. And then, you know, you know, without going through every single step, but, you know, I talk about revealing your strength. And when you go back and look at some of the things that you've gotten through that maybe at one time in your life, you thought you were never going to be able to get through this. I mean, we've all had those moments too, but when you can identify that, hell yeah, you did get through it. You're strong. Like take that strength, use that pain mm -hmm. and, and make it count for something. And that's what I've done, like with the death of my husband, like make that pain count. Don't just dwell in it, use it. And um, so we go through a couple other steps that identify your fears, which means like if you ever feel like you keep hitting that brick wall, like you take a step forward and then boom, now you're like two steps back. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. There, there is an actual reason for that. And in order to break free and break through that wall, you have to know what to do when you get there. Like you have to know why you're there and how to work through it. And, and it, it's just a whole mindset. So these are critical steps that will actually change the design of your life. When, when people think of starting a business, they think of a website, they think of a logo, they think of a catchy title, and that is not business at all. Those are just the little sugar coatings on the top. If you don't have the solid foundation in place, your business will never succeed and, and grow. So mm -hmm. I focus on let's build a strong foundation because then, then the options are limitless. Like your potential has no cap. So that's what I help people with. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I think people also forget that when businesses, um, the percentage of businesses that actually fail are pretty high, but the, the percentage yes. of people who have started their own businesses and become, you know, they fail and then they start another one, they fail and they start another one. And now it's like the second or the third time they try, why does it work? And it's like, cause they were always grounded in that strong foundation because they knew that they were going to be great at some point. I think that's yes. such a great point that you brought, brought up. It's like, you know, yeah. when you hit that brick wall, are you going to stop just because you failed or was that your purpose to begin yeah. with? Like maybe you needed to pivot. Mm -hmm. Maybe that wasn't, or you just need to shift. And if you're not in that right mindset, if you don't have that right foundation, that pivot's going to be really hard and it might take you longer to get out of your own way. Right. Right. And one of the other things I like to really um, point out and, and ask people when they start on this journey is, do you want to be a business owner or do you want to be an entrepreneur? Because those are two completely different things. And a lot of times people don't recognize that. And the, and the thing is, is when people start a business, they almost just trade working for someone else to working for themselves, meaning now they're on the clock for themselves. They end up working more hours, probably for less pay, and they're connected like 24-7. And that's why sometimes people think, 
you're crazy for wanting to start a business on your own. Yeah. Well, that's trying to just self-employ yourself. Whereas an entrepreneurial mindset is going to develop ways to generate income, even if you're not there. Like it, it, it's a, it's not like you're having to physically work all these hours. It's designing the business to work for you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know these things going into it, you can very easily get sucked in to working more hours tirelessly for less pay. And so I really think it's critical to get those things in place before you set out to begin. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've met yep. so many people who get to that point of burnout, and they're just not knowing how to scale. Um, yes. And understanding that it's okay to let go of some of the responsibility, because they're afraid that the yeah. other person isn't going to manage the way they do. And it's like, do you want to manage? Like, why? Are, what's your purpose of wanting to own a business? Right. Is it because you just want to work for yourself? Exactly. Or do you want to actually have an empire to grow from, right? Like, I want to, I want to mm-hmm. retire, you know, like, I don't want to yep, work forever. Yep. So yeah. Me too. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, hopefully this book mm-hmm. is, is you're well on your way with your first book at number one in two categories. Yes. I mean, that is just, I mean, it's such a great accomplishment and you were just picked up by a national publisher, right? Yes, I was. Um, I received my letter in the mail just this past week, actually, um, picked up by a national publisher. Um, we're having our uh, phone call in the next couple of weeks. And I believe my book will be in bookstores, you know, in several in a few months. Everything takes time, of, of course. But we're actually working on um, my um, book signing. So we'll be in um, book signings in my local bookstores. And yeah, it's, it's happening. It's for real. That's so cool. <laughs> well, you have a friend down in Houston, that'll be at your book signing. You're the first one with my first copy. I'm like, Absolutely. Yay, I'm here. Yay. <laughs> cheering you on. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, next time I'm out in Texas, I'll definitely look you up oh, yeah. so we can, you know, get together. Yeah. Oh, I told you this friendship has started and it's, it's going forever, girl. You're stuck with me now. Absolutely. You can ask my oh friend. yeah. That it's, sounds good. It's a journey yeah. whenever you're my friend, you can't just be my friend yeah. and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Well, and I am such, y'all hear me now. Yeah. Like anybody that knows me knows I'm always talking about locking arms. Let's mm-hmm. lock arms, lift each other up. You know, we're not always at our best every day. Mm-hmm. And when you're locking arms with everyone striving to be, their best on the days that you're low, they're there holding you up and, and it works both ways. And um, so I'm honored to be able to call you friend. This will, this is awesome. Oh so. my gosh. Thank you so much for that. That, you know, when you said the locking arms, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. I wasn't the best like female supporter or woman supporter. And it wasn't necessarily that I was against my sisters. It was more of like, we are almost taught to feud Mm -hmm. against each other like we're like crabs in a barrel instead of like you said linking arms and lifting each other up and right now is the perfect time to do that you know if you see a a woman who's in need of something and you have the ability to support her why not let her stand on your shoulder she'll probably turn back down and pick you up after that yep absolutely absolutely and one of the things that's in the book um really kind of talks about that as far as business and your success and whether it be relationships, connections, all of that, you, each of us are the selling point. It's, it's each of us. So, you know, I work with so many people that are in, um, 
like direct sales or multi-level marketing, you know, type businesses. And a lot of times they lead with the product, you know, whether it be, you know, here's a, here's a makeup or here's a face, face cream or like they lead with the product. But the thing is, is we could go anywhere and get that product. Mm -hmm. Lead with yourself, lead with who you are. And I think that when people recognize their uniqueness and how awesome they freaking are, it's easier to lock arms with other people instead of feel like you have to compete with someone because there's only one you. Mm -hmm. So there's absolutely nobody else that has what you have. And that's what builds your clientele. That's what builds your team. You know, it's, it's you, it's not your product. It's not your service. And so I really focus on working on the individual because when you grow yourself, that's when your business grows. Hmm. So, yeah. Wow. Well, you also Mm -hmm. do some, some coaching as well, right? Like, is that, that's, um, your main, Mm -hmm. your main business now is, uh, consulting. Yes. So what kind mm-hmm. of clients do yeah. you normally take on? Um, the thing that's going to sound kind of funny is um, I prefer to talk with women and kind of feel where they're coming from, what are their needs. And if I honestly feel like I can't serve them, if I can't guarantee that I can help them, I will be honest about that. And I'll, and I will try to ter- direct them to people that I think might be a better fit for them. So to me, it's never about getting on the phone call and trying to make a sale. It is not that at all. It's about let me help you become what it is that you're seeking to become. And so, first off, I like to work with women because I feel like I can relate because I'm a woman. Right. So that's like my first thing. Um, my second thing is. You know, I've, I've been through a divorce. Um, I am a Latina in a, in a, in a place where there's not many minorities at all. Mm -hmm. So I understand that piece of it too. Um, But I'm really looking to work with those women that feel like they have just been knocked on their ass a time or two and just have lost that belief in themselves that they truly have what it takes to stand back up and move forward. And we've all been there and I have gotten back up and I have moved forward and therefore that is my gift. And so that's the, that's the person I'm looking for is the woman that is, I'm sorry. I don't know if there's a beep going on. No, no, it's okay. No worries. But I'm looking for that woman that is truly going to work uninspired Um, every day, Mm -hmm. like, you know, just going to a job, knowing that there's something inside of them that is screaming to get out and they just don't know what to do. That's where I'm like, let me help you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me help you. And it's not saying that you're going to quit your job tomorrow. No, it took me about a year to put my plan in place, but it's very possible if you know what you're doing. Um, and knowing that my husband died, Um, we're not promised tomorrow. So for me, there's an absolute urgency, especially for women to just quit wasting your time. You've got what it takes. If the idea is in you, you're already equipped to do it. You just, you just need help. And that's where I come in. Well, 
I am so glad to hear that you are inspiring and creating a new wave of women who are empowered to do exactly what they're put on this earth to do. Yeah. And you know, you're right. I mean, you just, you got to quit wasting your time. It's so valuable and it's so short that we sometimes allow ourselves to focus on just the things that don't matter, like the weight and the heaviness of things that really tomorrow might not even matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, as women, we talked about like not always being there to support each other. One of the biggest things um, is a lot of times we don't get started because we don't want to be seen starting at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's an ego. It's an ego thing. We just we just don't want to be seen looking silly starting at the bottom and everybody starts at the bottom like nobody starts you know anything without first starting and fumbling at the bottom Mm -hmm. and um if you got if you got strong women locking arms with you during those moments you're not down at the bottom for long let me tell you it um take the lessons learned and apply them and it it doesn't take long for you to get exactly where it is you want to go. Yeah, that that's such a good yeah. point. I know when I first started this podcast, I was like, people are going to think I'm crazy. What am I doing? And yeah. it literally yeah. lit a ball of fire under my behind. I was like, I'm going to learn how to make a website. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I literally yeah. didn't sleep for three days straight because I felt <laughs> so re-energized. And I was like, I am not going to let this technological thing that I don't understand, hold me back. And I don't care if I look (laughs) crazy to everybody on social media, who cares? Because you know what? They're not doing it. it. (laughs) Absolutely. And and it's in those moments I was probably up three days working on my own stuff. We could have been helping each other out. (laughs) At least been like, come on, you can do this, Elena. You got this, girl. Let's put some music on. We're going to pump it up and keep ourselves motivated. Because, yeah, there you it go. can definitely be a little, and, and I don't know if you can attest to this, it can be a little uh, lonely sometimes when you're doing something that not the rest of your friends are doing and they don't understand. Yes. And it's like you do have to build your own community around the creativity that you are, are making, right? Like, for example, like, yes. you know, I told you I was so excited to talk to you because I've been wanting to find another, a, a, especially a Hispanic Latina author. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like you did it and you're doing all these things and you know, you planned it out and you had this vision and this idea. And, you know, once you're around that energy of like creativity and momentum, yeah, it's almost hard to stop it because you start taking everything with you along the way. It's so weird. (laughs) Yeah. And one of, one of the examples, um, I, I believe I put in the book is imagine like, Uh, a bunch of flowers, like maybe you planted like 10 flowers in a pot or something, but only one of them you are feeding like miracle grow or some sort of thing too. Okay. So that one flower is going to probably grow so much taller, bloom so much brighter, so much bigger, not saying that the other ones aren't going to grow, but that one that is fed, nurtured with all that good stuff is just going to take off. That's what happens to us as individuals if we're feeding our spirit, we're feeding our knowledge, we're doing all of this. But it can be lonely Mm -hmm. because if you're surrounded with a bunch of girlfriends or family and none of them are doing anything to try to get ahead or improve and you are, you're going to find yourself kind of distanced from everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's. It can be lonely. It can be sad. Um, 
but don't hold yourself back right. just because there are others that don't want to go where you're going. Like you'll find other people at the same place that you are. You just might find them randomly and across the country, how me and you have found each other. Exactly. Um, yeah. Which, but um, mm -hmm. it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, which I, I'd love to share that story. Right. Like I literally have only done at that time I'd had, well, I guess like five episodes and this is my seventh. But, you know, I met this other woman named Brandy who was on the Rise group for Facebook. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. But she was like, you need to join these other podcast community groups. And I started doing that. And then um, I joined She Pod, oh, sorry, She Podcast, mm -hmm. which is where I think your friend gave you the recommendation to reach out to me. And I was like, that is just, if that's not a sign that I'm on the right track or that you're on the right track, yes. I don't know what is. Like where people are just yeah. willing to connect the dots for you. And you're like, well, yep. thank you. I don't even have to do the work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm already looking for this. And like, yeah, it just keeps happening. And um, like I said, it, it just, it shows you they're like these little reinforcements and like little gold stars that you get without even trying when you're on the right track. Absolutely. I love that. That's, I mean, that it's just exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and then uh, I want to thank you so very much for joining me today on my show, Empowerment and all that. And I wanted you to go ahead and share what you're giving the audience for tuning in today. Yes. Um, actually, for all of your listeners, I'd love to be able to give a downloadable copy of my book, Broken Stronger. Um, for free, just to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting. Um, and thank you, Rita, for having me. Um, and if any of you out there are interested in receiving my book, um, the downloadable copy, uh, all I'm asking is that you just send me an email. Um, send me an email to Elena at brokenstronger.life. So that is E-L-E-N-A at broken stronger.life, L-I-F-E. And in the subject line, just type broken stronger or free book or Rita or podcast, whatever, whatever you <laughs> want to put in there. Um, and I will definitely email you back myself and attach a copy of the book. And um, that, that just, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank, thank you so very much. It's such a sweet treat for everybody who's listening and I'll go ahead and also apply that to the show notes so that everybody who, um, if they might have been driving uh -huh, or uh -huh. listening to this at work and they're like, oh, I want to get that book. Um, I'll go ahead and put it in the show notes so it's available to everyone. Yeah. And um, what are other ways for them to contact you in case, you know, they might be interested in seeing if you can coach them through, um, you know, this point that they are in in their lives or if they just want to chat with you and see how maybe they might be able to collaborate with you in the future. Perfect. Um, I am on Facebook. Um, Facebook, my business page is Broken Stronger. Um, but my personal page um, as well is Elena Rodriguez Zare, Z-E-H-R is my, um, you know, my married last name. Um, so I can be found that way, but yeah, direct message me even through my broken stronger page or just again, through that email, send me an email and, um, I'm easy breezy that way. I'm very approachable, nothing, uh, fancy. I'm not going to put you through my assistant to contact me here. Just send me, send me <laughs> a message and I'll shoot you one back. So definitely. 
at least for yeah, now, at least right? for now. <laughs> once that book goes all over the country and she's doing her book tours, you're going to have to reach out to yeah. me, y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Elena. Well, again, thank you so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure thank to have you. you. You have a great Thank evening. you, Rita, and we'll talk soon. Uh-huh. Alrighty. Thanks for tuning in to Empowerment and All That podcast with your host, Rita Bautista. Want to help me grow the listener tribe? Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Empowerment and All That. And remember, keep it positive or don't keep it at all. Not to be dramatic, but I'm obsessed with how much I just saved at Kohl's. I got 25% off Nike clothes for the kids, the cutest $39.99 flex hoodie for me, and got great Columbia gear for all our outdoor adventures. Did I mention the extra 20% off and the Kohl's cash I got? So yeah, not sure what I love more, fall deals or fall weather. Select styles, 20% offer ends October 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details.